And welcome everyone to the newest episode of Ian Hates Music. My name is Ian. And I'm Craig. And once again, we are coming to you with another really fun show. Uh, We just got off with an interview with uh, Everyone Dies in Utah. We were talking with Danny Martinez and Keaton Smith. And ma'am, I just had a lot of fun. I did too. You know, again, I have nothing bad to say about any of these interviews. Not that I would, yeah, right. uh, but uh, I mean, yeah, just, you know, two more great guys we got to talk to. We've, I know Ian and I have been fans of Everyone Dies in Utah since uh, their their first full length came out back in 2011. Yep. Seeing so clearly. It, yep. it's, you know, it's, it's been really excited to, uh, it, it really exciting to, to get to talk to these guys and they're working actually on a new album right now uh yep. self-titled going to be released on in vogue uh hopefully coming up this summer they yeah. said yeah it sounds like it's it's almost close to finished and i think people are really going to enjoy the interview for sure and they talk about all that they talk about their past we go into random horror movie stuff we talk about the spurs go spurs go uh, I was very, very happy with that. I was so <laughs> excited uh, to find that out. So, yeah, I mean, this was a lot of fun for me. Um, and Craig, I know you had a great time too. So, yeah, you want to, um, before we do more of the intro and stuff, do you want to go into the plugs? That's right. So, if you're listening, thank you for listening. If you're first time, welcome. If you're a return listener, thank you for continuing to come back and enjoy discovering new music and the great conversations we get to have. As always, you can find us on ianhates.com or on Twitter at ianhatespodcast, facebook.com backslash ianhates. If you like what we're doing here, please uh, share it with your friends, your family, whoever on Twitter. Follow us on Twitter, share it on Facebook, like us on Facebook. Uh, you can also find us on iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Play now. Yeah. So we're on uh, all you Android users out there. You can get us in the Google Play podcast section. Um, you'll be able to find our music. And however you download uh, your podcast, typically be sure to get on there and subscribe. It's how we keep track of how many people are listening to the podcast. And it really helps us out. One other thing is if you really like what we're doing or don't like what we're doing, at the bottom of the website, ianhates.com, there's a form you can fill out. You can send us some comments, some feedback, or comment on our Twitter or Facebook. And you can also send us emails, uh, ianhates at gmail.com. Exactly. Yeah, and we love hearing back from everyone. I mean, tell us bands you want us to listen to you know and talk about you know, tell us how we're doing with the interviews who'd you like to hear in an interview uh you know questions you'd like to hear us uh ask bands like all that stuff so feel free you know send that let us know i mean we'll take your hate stuff too i mean it is called ian hates music if you if you want to comment on me stuttering on a word or you know whatever just fine like <laughs> email we're big, away we're big guys we could take it yeah it's it's completely fine with us so yeah uh I think that's great. Uh, Craig hit all the marks there. So yeah, uh, we're going to we're gonna throw it to the interview with uh, with Danny and Keaton. Uh, I like I said, I think everyone's really gonna enjoy it. We learned a lot uh, because you know Craig and I are fans and we have been fans for a while. So to hear about the new album is very exciting. Uh, so we have today we're gonna play Exodus for you as well as Chronophobia. Uh, we're going to play that as well. So we'll probably start with Exodus into the interview, and then we'll end the show tonight uh, with Chronophobia. That's right. So, uh, Craig, anything else you want to go into before we uh, before we jump right into that interview? No, enjoy the interview. Enjoy the chat. Yep. So everyone, here's Exodus by Everyone Dies in Utah.
And welcome everyone. So we are very, very excited because today we're going to be talking with Danny Martinez and Keaton Smith from the band Everyone Dies in Utah. They're working on their new album coming out soon. So Craig, do you want to take this away? Yeah, so thank right. you guys for joining us. Again, as Ian said, we're, we're really excited to have you on the show. So yeah, we like to usually just do this as a conversation. So let's start from just the very beginning. And let's talk about kind of the formation of Everyone Dies in Utah and how you guys got together and started as a band. Um, well, I actually, I'm actually the last original member of the band. Uh, it started off with me in high school and I just, I wanted to play music and I got a, a group of guys, uh, that were also interested, uh, cause we, you know, would just go to local shows and, uh, we just started playing music and then eventually it kind of like got to this point where it was like, well, it's kind of, you know, getting somewhere like people like us and, uh, you know, let's let's see where we can take this. And so we took it. A we started taking it a little bit more serious instead of you know just like hey, let's just go jam out kind of thing. Like it was like all right, well let's let's see what where we can really take this. And we've been doing this since, or I've been doing this since 2008. And you know I've seen members come and go, but you know the I feel like the the heart of the band is always to like have the same message. And we always found like the right replacements to to keep the the band alive i think sure now let's talk about the name a little bit so yeah uh so th uh the name uh we actually so we got a, sh a show our, our very first show we actually didn't have a name to give the promoter and so we looked through a history textbook to like kind of come up with ideas we were trying to just see like you know like george washington's whatever you know we were just like no that's not right uh and then uh, something, uh, something said Utah had the highest death rate in America, and someone was just like, "Man, everyone dies in Utah," and that's just... that's it. We're like, "Well, all right, we'll give them that." And then I was, I didn't even like the name when we first came up with it. I was like, "That's so stupid," but whatever. We'll just we'll just use it for this show, and then we'll change it after this. And here we are, years later, and we've never changed. But it, it like it grew on me, you know. Like I started realizing it's not like a a pretty like common name like that. You know, there's a lot of I am's and we are's and just a lot of really common names. But everyone dies in Utah always sticks out on like, you know, a bill full of like band names. So it grew on me. I like it now. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely very unique. Yeah. Now, uh, Keith yeah. oh, go ahead, Keaton. Oh, I, was, I was just going to say almost every time we, we play a show at the same venue, the promoter always remembers the name. Even if he doesn't remember any of the members, he always that name just always stands out to everybody. Oh yeah, for sure. So that's awesome. You you guys have really done a nice job of branding yourselves. Name. No, very true. Now, uh, Keaton, were you familiar with the band before you joined up? Uh, yeah, I actually I joined probably four years ago now, but before mm -hmm. that, I was in a local band, and I met Danny on Twitter when they first signed to Tragic. Oh, okay. And he actually did guest vocals for my for the local band I was in, and that's how I met him. And I was just kind of real close friends with them all. Oh, very yeah. cool. And yep. the spot opened up, and they gave me the call. So, Keith, yeah. was this in was this in Texas then? Yeah, it was all in Texas. All right, I live about about an hour from Danny. Oh, all right. Yeah, because yeah. that's one of the things. Whenever whenever Craig and I talk about everyone dies in Utah with friends, they immediately think that you're from Utah. But it's yeah. actually oh, yeah. Texas. Actually, people from Utah think we're from Utah. <laughs> uh, we played a show, and I, I was like, how many of you guys thought, you know, we're from 
Utah, and they're like, yeah. I was like, well, we're not. We're from Texas. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, well, that's that's awkward. So is is everyone in the band, uh, are they local to Texas? Uh, we have one member that's from Maryland, but uh, we have no connections to Utah other than the yes. name, really. Right. No, but now how how is the scene in Texas right now? I mean, it's it's hit or miss. I mean, there's definitely like uh, some cities have better scenes than others, but I think overall, like the music scene's actually pretty good. I mean, I went to the Shikari show last night, yeah. and it was packed out. It was crazy. It was awesome. Was was that in? Well, where was that? The actual that show? was in that was in San Antonio. Oh, okay. Texas is so big. Like two hours two hour drive is like nothing. Like uh, so, cause we're like dead center of like everything. We're an hour from Austin. We're two hours from Dallas and San Antonio. We're about two and a half from Houston. Like literally anything, like we can just make the drives to. Oh, that's great. Yeah. I, the yeah. reason why I brought it up too is so San Antonio is my hometown. Okay. So that's what I, so I, anytime I hear someone talk about that, I get really excited. So that's yeah. my little, that's my Texas part. I can, I can step Fair away enough. from that now. Yeah, my dad. My dad lives in San Antonio. I lived in San Antonio a little bit when I was a kid, and uh, yeah, I, I San Antonio is awesome. I'm a huge Spurs fan, yeah. actually. Oh, okay. Thank you. I was about to cut yes. off the podcast if you said something different. I love <laughs> diehard fan since I was three, so I appreciate that. Yep. We might have to go back to talking about that later on. Fair enough. That's right. fine with me. <laughs> All right, Craig. Do you want to uh, take this away to some more music? Sorry, I had to get off track there. Yeah, no, that's, that's good. So, yeah, so we started, you, you've been playing music and kind of been doing this thing since uh, 2008. What were some of your early influences that got you into, you know, wanting to play this style of music? So, um, actually, Anna Shikari, like, I know I, like, just said I was at their show, but, like, they actually were the band that influenced me to buy a keyboard to add that electronic sound into our music. And uh, they were, they've been, they've always been one of my like bigger influences. Um, but other than them, uh, I, whenever I first, first started getting into, into like heavy music, I started listening to like Chiodos and um, 30 Seconds to Mars and Linkin Park. They were like a huge, huge uh, influence on me. Um, I don't know. It, the, it's, it's endless because there's so many like good bands and, uh, you know, like, with our genre of music and especially with our band we have that capability to like add weird sounds to our music and like be able to be like every band that we want to be because <laughs> we have the electronic sound we have like the symphonic sound we have the like movie like score sound we have the like heavy metal sound like we can do all of that into our genre so or at least into our our band too you know Sure, absolutely. And Keaton, what about you? What got you? What were some early influences that got you playing guitar? Uh, playing guitar, it was actually country music. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Playing guitar, but then uh, I started listening to, like the Used and My Chemical Romance when I was when I was younger, and that's what got me into this genre, kinda. And then that led to like I think Slipknot. Okay. And and then it just kind of went from there. Go yeah, from Tim McGraw to Slipknot. Yeah. Oh, no, it was actually uh, Gary Allen. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah, so that's that's why I started playing guitar, at least. Yeah. I started there. Oh, very nice. But, but that's always good if you have, like, kind of a variety of musical styles to pull from because mm -hmm. it just makes, to your point, Danny, it makes your music so much more unique because you have all these different things that you can pull from and add to your music that are just Absolutely. so different. Yeah, like, stuff that you wouldn't expect. It definitely broadens 
like what yeah. we do while we're riding. Exactly. Absolutely. I mean, on that note, Keaton, did you start with any other instruments before you went to guitar? What kind of what kind of drew you to guitar? Um, I don't know. I, I liked the way they looked. There you go. <laughs> I, bas- I was basically little, and I thought if I played guitar, it would make girls like me. <laughs> it kind of it started there, and then I think I started playing piano, and then I started actually recording music, and it's just kind of led to wanting to learn more and more different instruments. Oh, okay. And Danny, what kind of led you to the vocals? Because you're doing, it seems like you're doing the uh, the cleans and the unclean vocals, correct? Yeah, yep. Uh, I just started off, you know, just a screamer. Uh, but, you know, just things led, one thing led to another. And now I'm doing both vocals. Um, in high school, I actually did a musical theater and choir and all that kind of stuff. So I had a little bit of uh, singing background. But it wasn't like, it, I don't know, it's like, two different things like choir singing and then like rock singing is way different like you can you can try to sing properly in like a rock song but it doesn't have that like intensity that like you know aggressive like rock singers should have you know sure. um but i just yeah i just i always like uh you know heavy music and all of it all around you know and then i just i i wanted to keep the band moving you know and we were gonna get another singer but uh it fell through and i was like all right i guess i just gotta step it up and try to do both right how is that how's that doing that live it's a lot harder i have to practice a lot more uh than i um i normally did because i mean as a screamer like i can i could be sick and you know just go out and scream and it's like oh that sounded really nasty and it's like yeah i know right and uh but if i if i'm like singing i have to sound clear because even you know i can have like a few good weeks and then that one show where i'm sick or if i like you know blew out my voice like people are going to talk about that one show like no one's uh. like people will talk about the good ones but they're going to remember that bad one also and i and so it's like a lot more like um it's a lot more pressure and i mean but i I've been practicing a lot more. And actually, I do a lot of karaoke uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> like when I'm not on tour. So it, it kind of like keeps me like working on my voice because I do like I sing like uh, I, I, I sing like any, anything from like, uh, oh, man, what's his name? Not John Legend. Um, oh. Well, actually, I do sing like oh. John Legend, too. But uh, dang it. Sam Smith. Oh, I there sing, you like go. Okay. stuff from like Sam Smith to like. I sing 30 Seconds to Mars. I'll yeah. do Linkin Park. So, like, I, I try to, like, you know, work on my voice while I'm, like, you know, doing karaoke at the same time. Interesting. So, yeah, it's it's just a way to keep my voice, like, active, you know? Right. Do you have, now, do you have a go-to song? I think a lot of people have their go-to oh, karaoke song. Is there one for you? Uh, I think Numb by Linkin Park ah, is my favorite, oh. like, go-to, like, if when I want to go and like impress everyone, like they're like, "Holy crap, you actually can sing this really well." That's my go-to song. Very nice. Sam a- Sam Smith's a, a little hard. He's a little out of my range, but like, <laughs> there's there's some good nights where I'm like, just I'm getting it. Like I'm I'm hitting all the notes, and but there's I have to be like, like I don't know. It's it's just this on Sam Smith songs, but Linkin Park I could do all day. <laughs> uh, Keaton, do you also uh, try your hand at some karaoke? Um, 
I think a couple times after I've had one too many to drink, but that's about it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm not uh, I'm not as confident as Danny is when it comes to singing. <laughs> oh man, that's funny. Um, Craig, you got a uh, follow up question? Yeah. So you guys, so we we talked about kind of you've been playing music since 2008, and then mm-hmm. you guys released your first full length on, on Tragic Hero in 2011. So how did you guys get hooked up with Tragic, and what was the process like writing that first full length? Um. Well, see, we since we were a band, we were already writing for that full length. Okay. And so we had all that time to like work up to it. Um. But really, all we did was just we played shows. Like we went everywhere we possibly could. Um. And we, uh, we actually at one point had this guy that wanted to manage us, but he only wanted us to play in Waco and Temple, and that's it. And we're just wow. like, not about it. And because of that, he tried to keep us from playing in these towns that, like, it's our hometown. And uh, so, you know, we wanted to play in Oklahoma in Louisiana, Arkansas, we wanted to play everywhere. We didn't want to be like isolated to this one uh, guy who's like wouldn't take us anywhere. You know, oh. like we were we we had our our eyes set on bigger things, and um, uh, we just played in front of the right people. Uh, we were managed by Mike Zemer for a little bit, and he helped us get the the record deal with Tragic Hero. Um, and like I said, we were already like preparing for an album. You know, like. Mm-hmm. Sure. We were gonna we were gonna do it with or without Tragic Hero. We just so happened to get lucky and got picked up by them, and uh, were able to go record at in, in Maryland. So nice, but it was yeah, it was it was a crazy few years leading <laughs> up to that, but it was it was all worth it. Oh, very nice. Now you've kind of you progressed through those three albums, and now you're 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 uh, doing another one right now with. Uh, what record label is it? In Vogue, correct? Yeah, in, in, Vogue, in yes. Vogue. So what was that what was that process like that uh that changed from one record label to the next? Well we it just was... we we finished our, our deal with Tragic and it was uh it was time to, you know, find you know, a different label and so they just they actually hit us up. They I don't know how they found out that we weren't on a label because I don't we didn't even like reach out to them or anything like that. They just so happened to come to us we actually had two label offers but uh they were definitely like what we were wanting uh they they treat their band so well and like they're they seem like to be that label that's like up and coming and and really doing things for their bands and so we we were definitely stoked that they hit us up and uh i don't I honestly don't know what we would have done without them like uh they uh we had a producer that um kind of like dipped out on us a couple weeks before we were supposed to go record with him and we were like what are we gonna do like it's it's two weeks it's two weeks before we were supposed to record most producers you gotta like you know really book in advance like to to get like at least three weeks or a month you know yep and they were like oh well we manage this studio and we can move things around and we got you guys and they they've helped us out so much, uh, and it's only the start of it. Like we haven't even released the album yet, so right. uh, it's it's pretty great. Yeah, it's definitely it was definitely changed for the better. Oh yeah, absolutely. 
That's awesome. So how has your, your writing process been? Has it been any different for this new album that you're working on, the self-titled, than it's been for previous records? With, I'm sure it has with the different line. Oh, uh, yeah, messages. absolutely. Uh, this one, the, go ahead. Uh, this, this one, at least, I mean, at least for me, this is, was the easiest. It was, it was way smoother. We went into the studio really, really prepared. Yeah. And, yeah, uh, we got we got there. Uh, we told our producer we had about what, like five songs ready. Yeah, five ready, and then like another five or six, like, like just uh, ideas that were done. like started but like not complete. Sure. And he was like, "Really?" He's like, <laughs> "Most bands come with like one, maybe two songs, and like the idea for a third one, and yeah. <laughs> we just write there. Like you guys are like super prepared." And we were worried. We're like, oh man, we yeah, only have we five were... songs. Like, <laughs> I don't know what we're gonna do. And uh, but we we were what like two weeks ahead the first like couple days. Yeah, we we had guitars done for seven or eight songs probably within the first week. Oh wow. Yeah. And there were a few days where we just kind of sat around, you know, getting new ideas for songs. And Danny was finishing up vocals, and we just kind of sat there and hung out for about a week probably there yeah. at the end. Oh, so. yep. Very yeah, nice. that's pretty. So great. we've seen some of your studio updates. Is that when you've had times to like go out and shoot <laughs> guns and stuff? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. <laughs> yeah, that was actually my first time shooting a gun. It was actually really awesome. Really? Yeah, was, I've never shot a gun either. So it was pretty intense. Uh, they were, they had the bigger guns. I only shot the small like pistol one. Yeah. Uh, they had the machine gun there. I was like looking at it. I was like, maybe next time. <laughs> <laughs> Keaton, what about you? Uh, my, my dad's actually a cop, so I grew up around guns. Oh, okay. Yep. So it was, it was just nice to kind of have a part of Texas up there in a, in a way. Yeah. Our, our manager and, uh, the producer, Nick, yep. they're both really, really into, to collecting like old revolvers and stuff. Oh, wow. Yeah. So that, yeah. That was a nice surprise. It just kind of surprised us that one day he called and said he was on his way and he's bringing his guns. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> That sounds like an ominous call on the same. Yeah, the same yeah. yeah like if it, was, it could be bad or good. Yeah, it's like, right. luckily, it turned out to that's, be all right. That's, that's not right. a call you want to get from a restricted number. Right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> on my way with the guns. Uh, that's great. Yeah, we were watching uh, watching that studio update, and also, what was the I did someone get rickrolled in that okay. studio update? <laughs> that was okay. That was my idea. I like doing pranks and stuff, sure. and uh. So uh, our drummer and his girlfriend were just hanging out, uh, and what we did, I want, I want the TV there. You can stream YouTube videos mm -hmm. straight onto the TV, uh, and you could, you don't have to be next to the TV or anything. So what I did is, uh, I knew he knew about this video uh, on the internet that was supposed to be like a haunted video, and it's supposed to be one of the scariest, like. Like, the stories behind it are, like, if you watch it, you'll, like, gouge your eyes out oh. or you'll go on a murderous <laughs> rampage or just, like, crazy stuff, which, like, there's I, – I follow YouTube videos that have, like, top five scaries, whatevers, and uh, it was on there. So I looked it up, and what we had it on was, uh, like, an aquarium uh, yeah. <laughs> video at first. And then I was like, all right, I'm going to go downstairs and work on some vocals or whatever. And I went down there, and I pressed, like, play on the on the creepy video – and that's when the screen goes red because, like, the video is, like, just red. It's, like, a creepy guy uh, with – it's all red tint and his eyes start doing, like, weird things. And he's just re – it's really creepy. Yeah. Uh, and he just, like, freaks out. Um, and so 
the Rickroll thing was like last minute like decision. Like I was like, oh, this would be perfect. Like how are we gonna end this prank? And so I just looked up the Rickroll and it's just like, what is going on? Yeah. Like we just we couldn't keep it. In. It was it was too funny. Like he was freaking out. It was great. <laughs> That's a classic. It was, That's. Okay, he was determined to figure out what happened. He was like, why is this even on TV? I don't understand it. Yeah, he wouldn't. He wouldn't walk around the house to look to see who was doing it. Like, he'd take a few steps away from the kitchen and then come back and be like, no, I'm not going over there. (laughs) (laughs) And Nathan's big, too. He used to work at a gym, so it's just... Yeah, he's, like, jacked. He looks like, like, Thor. Like, he's, like, must. Like, he has muscle. Like, you don't... You wouldn't expect this guy to be scared of a video on on the TV. So it just makes the reaction so much greater. That's awesome. That's pretty funny. Now, uh, Danny, you had so you mentioned the YouTube videos. Are you a horror movie fan as well? I am a huge horror movie fan. Yeah, um, I like when I was a kid, I didn't watch like Bambi and stuff. I watched <laughs> like like I watched like Puppet Master and ah, sure. and like just like those really bad horror movies. I, I I think it's like you know stayed with me all this time. Like I still love watching those really bad Netflix horror movies. Oh yes. <laughs> um, Sharknado though I can't get into that one that one's like just not it's too B-roll like too scary oh, or not even like it's, it's just not like it's just I don't know what it is I don't the idea of it's too dumb because yeah. I mean like I watched I watched like uh, Happy Thanks Killing I don't know if you guys ever have, heard of I've that heard of one that, yeah. it's it is a terrible terrible movie <laughs> but they are so funny to watch like it's just basically um, a a turkey that is possessed by a person <laughs> and he goes ar- he goes around oh, no. killing things it's um, it's pretty bad have you seen uh, uh attack of the killer tomatoes i think is what it was no oh, yeah oh, from back gosh. in the day yeah oh that's so I, bad they made a cartoon out of that too it. yeah oh god did they really yeah attack of the killer tomatoes yep it's like that and then I think they did one from space, like the Killer Clowns from space. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Killer oh, Clowns from Chiodos outer space. Brothers. Yep. Yep. <laughs> that's yep. a great one. Oh, yeah. So, uh, Keith, yeah, you... Oh, sorry. Do you, uh, do you share the same affinity for horror movies as well? Uh, yeah. Uh, not not as much as the like the old school ones, but like the Insidious movies are some of my favorite ones. Oh, yeah? And, yeah. Uh, All right. Me oh, and yeah. Danny, the last couple of years we have i mean we didn't go to like together in groups but we've been going <laughs> to the house of torment down in austin wait what is oh, that yeah. i don't know what that is it's, it's like uh, you know those like haunted houses that you go through and they just like scare you yeah yeah it's one of those but it's like really really good like like they, it's been like, on tv before oh yeah okay. it was on it was on like it's travel insane. channel like top best uh haunted houses to go to during halloween oh wow okay Actually, I mean, just tell you a quick story. So I don't know. Have you heard of the? Uh, they do it every year in October at Universal Studios Florida. Did you hear about their Fright Nights? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I yep. went. I went to that. I did uh, nine different haunted houses on the same night. Oh god. And I think. I don't think you, my heart could take that. <laughs> no. I think you guys would love it. I think it's it's right up your yeah. alleys for Let's sure. See, every, Fair enough. Every year I've been I either go to the House of Torment or uh, Fright Fest at Six Flags. Ah, there you I go. Norm- I normally try to go to both at least a couple times. Oh, very yeah. nice. I just I love Halloween. <laughs> I like I like getting scared. Yeah, that's Halloween is my Christmas. Like <laughs> I get so depressed after Halloween is over. Yeah, I gotta wait a whole nother <laughs> year. And it's like oh, like I worked at the at Spirit Halloween uh, one year and it was the greatest job I ever had because I like just watch people get scared by the little animatronics that we had there, <laughs> and we got to dress up in in costumes and it was it was great. And then they're like, 
So what are you going to do after this? You're going to go work at that Christmas shop? I was like, <laughs> hell no. That place is way too jolly for me. Like, I hate Christmas. <laughs> That's scarier. But I, don't That's... Hate, I don't hate Christmas, but I don't like it as much. Right. Sure. Now, I'm a huge wuss. Like, that stuff would put me over the edge. I'm, I'm the guy, like you're mentioning, who's jumping at the animatronic. Yeah. <laughs> but I grew up right, in, right outside of Philadelphia in New Jersey. Yeah. But everybody would go to Eastern State Penitentiary in Philadelphia. Oh, yeah. yeah. I've always yeah. wanted to go. I've, That's yeah, another one. That, to... Yeah. Yeah, go I've ahead. Always to stop. I've always wanted to stop by there on tour. Like, every time we're up there, it's all I think yeah. about. I, was, <laughs> I watch a lot of those ghost hunting shows, and I see them there a lot. Yeah. Yeah. I've gone there during the day and done the tour, and I'll tell you what. Like, it's creepy enough when you walk through there, and, like, it's just this old abandoned prison. Oh, yeah. It's freaky during the day, and what, I can only imagine what it's like at night. And that's another one that's been on TV and travel. Oh, yeah. Oh, stuff. yeah. I've heard a lot yep. about that place. Yeah. yeah I don't think I could go in there at night. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't know if I could either. I might be a little too scared to do because that's like real. Like that is real, like haunted well, stuff. Well, um, we were gonna shoot a music video at this place here in Texas called the Baker Hotel. Okay. Yep. And that was actually in some of those ghost hunting t- uh, TV shows. And we we didn't actually break into the building, but we like got down in the courtyards and stuff at night. Yeah. And uh, that's the first time I ever saw like shadows and stuff moving around, and actually got like, pictures of, of just weird stuff that wasn't there. Yeah, and I did not want to go back. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what did you guys go uh, as for last Halloween? I was uh, Venom. I actually oh, made nice. uh, from like Spider-Man. Uh, yeah. I actually made my own uh, suit. I, I started with like uh, the morph suit as the base, and then I like made the mask, and I I made a. Uh, like the webbing and stuff like around them and oh, I wow. made the whole like yeah it was it was actually pretty awesome. Yeah, that sounds awesome. <laughs> <laughs> my my fiance was a uh, spider girl so she uh, was so we had like the whole whole matching thing. She gets to pick out what we are this year though. Oh, there you <laughs> go. I think she want I think she wanted to do Pocahontas but I think she was changing her mind on it. I don't know. We're going to figure it out. <laughs> you have you a little bit of time. So- yeah. Yeah. Keaton, what about you? Uh, um I was a gynecologist, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, the name on the jacket read Dr. Howie Feltersnatch. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great. That's great. I mean, the, the year before that, I think uh, I went with one of my friends as, as Wayne and Garth. Oh, there you go. Oh, yeah, and, that uh, looks so perfect. It actually <laughs> looks really good. That's great. That's awesome. Now, with uh, – and- you know, we kind of went off on a tangent, but with that kind of horror stuff, would you guys ever think of doing like a concept album? Sometimes, uh, like actually, kind of around that. Me and oh. uh, Keaton are kind of working on something basically like that. Oh, really? Um, yeah, I don't want to go too far into sure. it just because I don't want like anyone to hear it and get the ideas from it because right. it's one of those things like it would be really cool to do and we just want to like keep it under wraps until like we unleash it, but we are uh, working on something pretty similar to like you know horror movie stuff so sure. very cool now is that is that going to be under the everyone dies in utah thing or is it a side project um probably under everyone dies in utah um okay we're that, kinda, i mean that's yeah it's kind of like we're, we're really, gonna work really on it and see where it goes yeah it's really yeah. like we literally started talking about this like a week or two ago and oh, it's awesome. like i mean we have we have all the the new album stuff to to focus on yeah. like for the most part so this is like gonna be back burner while we promote our new album, like new music to work on for later on kind of thing. So it's like we don't have to work too hard on it, but I do want to like 
uh, you know, take that, like, horror movie, like, horror theme uh, to the music, make it really creepy and all that. Oh, I love that. I, I can only I can only imagine like music videos to like all the music and it would be yeah. pretty great. Oh yeah. Sure. Yeah, now I guess let's let's continue on with that then. So everyone uh everyone in the podcast audience is gonna get a chance to listen to Exodus and Chronophobia tonight as well. They probably mm-hmm. have listened to it already uh too. But uh let's talk about the new album then. Is that kind of the sound that you're gonna be going for in this new album or are there gonna be some uh twists um, there? It's definitely more the Exodus Chronophobia sound than the other albums have been. Yeah. Okay. Oh, but yeah. we uh, Chronophobia was kind of done, you know, early on writing for the album. Mm-hmm. And I think about two songs in, probably, we really found the sound we wanted to go for. And uh, we just the way everything goes together, it just sounds more mature, kind of. And Danny actually really, really found his voice on this one. Yeah. Those, oh, yeah, screams the, are, those screams are really great on Chronophobia. Thank you. Absolutely. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, yeah, it's it's definitely has... The album definitely has that sound that Exodus and Chronophobia have. Um, it's just like... Like Keaton said, we did find like what we wanted to do like a couple songs in. But there are a couple songs that like like kind of hold true to like the, the our old style too like there's there's a song that sounds like it would be on scene clearly and oh nice and and you know we we definitely put like a really good uh mixture of all the like the the albums that we've ever done uh and just made like this awesome like uh, it to me personally it's our best work that we've ever done that's awesome. oh, yeah, um, sure. I, I hope that i hope that you know everyone else like hears it and i i think though though like Hopefully they'll agree. Like I, it's hard to tell, like with music and stuff, because you know, it's it's opinion based kind of thing. But I think of a few of the people that I've shown are really really impressed with the the song. So I'm pretty excited to to hear what the mass community yeah, uh, says about it. I've got a a few friends that never really got into it, so it, it's, it's always nice to be able to go to them and give an actual opinion on it. Oh, yeah. okay. And uh, there was a there was a couple on it that didn't believe it was us. Oh, really? So. Yeah. Actually, I was listening to it in my uh, stepdad's car the other day, and we were just driving around, and he thought that we were listening to the radio. <laughs> like he was like, I was like, oh, this is uh the the Inception part that I was telling you about, and he was like, wait, this is you guys? <laughs> like, yeah. He's like, oh, I thought this was the radio. This is this sounds really good. <laughs> I was like, thanks. <laughs> Yeah, it is awesome. I think you hit the nail on the head, right? Like you're, you're right. It is that more mature sound. It's much more polished. It's to me, it's heavier than anything that you've kind of done in the past. Oh yeah. Yep. But it still stays true to that. Everyone dies in Utah sound. You still throw in yeah. electronics. You still, you still keep that, you know, that that core sound going. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, it's great. It's it's. I'm I'm excited because those. The those are like just the beginning of like us finding our sound and like the songs. The rest of the album is so like I don't know. It, I I listen to it like all the time, and it's like, it's my it's my album, and it's like, man, I should probably listen to something else. Like I have to force myself to listen to other things. Yeah. Like I'm I'm like I don't I don't need to burn myself out too much on it. But it's like, uh, I showed my friends uh, that we were that I went to go see Anna Shikari with yesterday, and they're like, hey, can you? play that song again uh because it's kind of stuck in my head i was like 
no problem. Like for me, I would have played it a, a lot of times, but I didn't want them to be like, oh, "We gotta <laughs> listen to this song again." Sure. But no, they were like, "Can we please listen to that song again?" I was like, "Yes, yes, we can." <laughs> nice. That's gonna be really gratifying as, <laughs> yeah. as a musician that somebody really likes it that much and really just yeah. grabs onto it. But yeah, yeah. We, definitely because like at this phase in it, all we really have are rough mixes and. It almost feels like we might like it so much because we're the ones that made it. So it's always really nice to hear somebody's opinion on it like that. Oh, sure. Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yes. It kind of just like, you know, reassures us that like, okay, we did do something yeah. pretty great. Yeah, yeah absolutely. <laughs> so what I mean, were some that, of the things that you've been, you've been listening to that kind of influenced this sound that you're going for in the new album? Uh, uh, I want to say Bring Me the Horizon. Like they were a pretty good uh, or pretty big influence on like vocal styles um and then sure. lincoln park as well like they've always been like a huge influence uh as far as like vocals go like chester's range is ridiculous yeah. uh 30 seconds to mars as well like i i i sing that at karaoke and people are like holy <laughs> crap like you could actually like hit those notes and like so i i always and he's always been one of those vocalists that i looked up to because yeah. he can like sing and scream like so like perfectly like and it's yes, so smooth yeah. you know like yeah. So, uh, and and I wanted to step up my singing a lot more on this one. Like I wanted to like show people like I can actually do this. And so, uh, I pushed myself uh, pretty hard uh, to, was, to make sure that it sounded good. You know. I remember the the first day I was sitting in the uh, in the control room while Danny was tracking a voice for one of the songs, <laughs> and. Um, just like everybody walked in there and they were like, is that him right now? <laughs> like, yeah. So we were all just kind of like the look on our faces. Like we were just like, there's no way this is us. This is our new song. And it was, That's awesome. That, yeah. that was, yeah, that was a few days in. So that was yeah. a really positive way to start it off. So, Oh yeah. Yeah, sure. That's great. And Keaton, what about you? Yeah. Like what are some of the influences that you've been listening to that's influenced the, the style of the, the guitar work on the album? Um, actually a lot of Lincoln Park. Yeah. <laughs> and then um like the uh the plot news new album I've oh yeah oh sure like yeah almost on repeat i can't you know what i i listened to it the first time and i wasn't that into it and you know what it's again i agree with you it's one of those albums that i probably could listen to on repeat yeah oh yeah i mean i didn't like it at first i didn't know how i felt about it and it i mean it definitely influenced the way that i play now that and the bring me the horizon is just sure yeah now uh if you guys could, so you're probably jonesing a little bit for touring, right? Oh yeah, we're basically we just gotta wait until the album's done, yep. and then uh, we have a couple booking agents that are interested, but they want to hear the album first, uh, right? And then, uh, so really everything's just waiting on mixing and mastering, and once that's done, we're gonna hopefully be pushing this album pretty hard, and, and you know, going all over, touring everywhere. Very nice. Um, <laughs> now, if you yeah, could, it's, oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, yeah, it's just, um, sorry, I lost my train. Oh, no, <laughs> my bad. Sorry. I was just going to say, if you could, uh, if you could like fantasy book yourself in a tour, you were, let's say you're going out for this and you could, uh, you could go ahead and pick some bands that you'd love to tour with. Like who right now, uh, would you love to go out with? Oh man. Uh, Danny, you want to go first? Yeah. Uh, I'd probably want to go with like Memphis Mayfire or, uh, the word alive. Actually, sure. I, I've only recently heard their newest album, and it is so good. Um, the, like, is I don't this know, the, the Word Alive? Sell out? Yeah, the Word Alive. Yeah, yeah it is. It's so good. Um, 
I think I think you know it would make a really good tour. Um, dark matter, yeah. Yeah, dark yeah. matter. Yeah. Um, and uh, I want to say maybe like we came as Romans or something like sure. just something that like you know we kind of would fit more into, yeah. um, with like sound wise and all that. And you know we want to. It, it sounds greedy, but we want to tour with like you know those bigger bands because we we've kind of like reached this wall like. Like we can go on on tours and hold our own, like bring a good amount of people, but we're just bringing out the people that know us already. We need to we need uh, to like reach out to that you know different fan base basically with those bigger bands. I so, think and I I think we would fit pretty well with those bands now. Like I think oh yeah you know we we could add a lot to like tours like that. Yeah, that would be a great tour. Absolutely, Keaton. What about you? Uh, the word alive would actually probably be the top of my yeah. list too. Um. I mean, as, as far as, as the music yeah. mixing yeah. well together on tour, oh, that and, makes uh, sense, yeah. the plot in you, I just, I would just want to tour with them just because I, Landon is ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. So, we it would just be, yeah. I think it would be really fun. Craig and I just saw them live about, what was that, like two months ago, maybe? Probably about that. Yeah. And they were very, very good on that tour. Yeah. Yeah. yeah with absolutely. Miss May I and Bless the Fall. A war oh, okay. Within, yeah. Yep. Yep. No, that was a great tour. We actually we did a tour with them uh, a few years back. It was them, Greeley Estates, and Laugh and Repeat. Oh, okay. that's pretty awesome. And it was it was actually it was like uh, I think it was right when they got signed to Rise. I think or right around the the first album that they put out with them. Sure. It was pretty great. They're I'm they're not, actually awesome. They're a really awesome band. They were on In Vogue back in the day, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I think they started on In Vogue. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, I also I'm a big fan of Greenlee Estates as well, so that must have been pretty cool. Yeah, me too. Oh, yeah, I was a huge fan of them, and the fact that we got a tour with them was awesome. Like, didn't, Ryan, didn't his you get screams to scream with so, them one night? Yeah, he was oh, like, he crazy. asked me to like, he asked me to go do guest vocals, vocals with him on stage, and I was like, me? You want me <laughs> to go on? All right, I'll do it. I will do it for you, Ryan. <laughs> that's and awesome. it was, uh, it was, it was great. Like that tour was so much fun. How and we actually, that's how we uh, met Dave, who did our second album. He had oh. the guitar player for Greeley States, recorded our second album. Okay. Oh, okay. Was, yeah. That was uh, Polarities, right? Yeah. Yeah, actually, just on a side note for Polarities, uh, that song, uh, I think I'm pronouncing, is it DeSoto 55? Yeah. What is yep. that? Where did the background come from that? Because that's like an old X's in mind. That, that was our song. So I just yeah. want to see if there was anything like we should it shouldn't have been our song or something. <laughs> like what no, the, no, what's the backstory like, on that one? It's supposed to be like a love song. Um, the the Polarities album actually is a concept album. There's a whole like backstory behind it. Uh, and long story short, the the album is about a guy whose family is murdered, and so he goes to a mental institution that the guy was sent to, and he uh in uh, solitary confinement starts thinking of like his past and all that kind of stuff. And, oh, okay. uh, the, the DeSoto 55 is the love song that is about his wife and him, like when they were young and stuff and growing up and all that. And, uh, and just being together. It, it's, and then I think the next song after that is, uh, um, uh, oh, sorry, I'm, Cynthia I'm where's R2. Oh, okay. And, uh, so that's him going to electroshock therapy. That's the like synth heavy, the most synth heavy song. Yep. So he gave it that synth, uh, Cynthia name, and then uh, 
it's supposed to like be his memories of like why he was away from his family so much uh. and why he felt so guilty about everything kind of thing. So oh, okay. But yeah, it's the it's definitely a love song. It's yeah. definitely like it can definitely work with like, you know, it could be about a guy and a girl kind of thing. So, <laughs> so well, it, it was right. It was right. Well, to be perfectly honest, the way that relationship ended, the whole mental institution part is actually probably more accurate. So, yeah. <laughs> so that <laughs> now, <laughs> now it works perfectly. Now everything yeah. everything oh, yeah. makes sense. <laughs> That's great. Uh, so that's awesome. So in, in kind of like if we're looking at like kind of the trajectory here of all your albums. So you have Seen Clearly and Polarities, which I think style-wise are kind of similar. And then you guys kind of switched it up with Neutral Ground. Was there any reason you were going for a different style there? Well, uh, without, Okay. Without, you want to? I mean, it's, yeah. I mean, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try to explain it the best I can without throwing anybody under the bus. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Um, we basically, okay, before we did Scream the Prayer this summer before we went and recorded that album. Okay. Mm-hmm. And half the band quit about two weeks before we left for Scream the Prayer. Wow. Really? Yeah. So we got fill-ins, and we did this tour, and uh, I think about a week before it was over, we got a call saying that we were going to record a new album. Yeah, like and they were keep, like, "All right, you're signed up is, to be in the. St- you're signed up to go for three weeks," and we were just like, yeah. "Um, wow. we have three oh. new members. And we've never written anything together." Yeah, yeah, and it was just so like, was, it, it wasn't it was us trying to like change our style. It was us like under pressure, really. Like we had nothing for this album. Sure. Like all the other albums, we had time to write. We had time to prep we had been with these members for you know x amount of time and then they're like you know they uh our label knew that you know we had just lost half our band and we were focusing on just finishing out this tour yep and they were like all right well we booked you for this one and we were like um wait what's going on and uh and so we we just had a you know we had to do it. We had to go to the studio, and uh, we went, and we had three we, three weeks to write, record, and, and record. Like, wow! Yeah, like an album, and this is with so, people that we've never written together with. You know, like mm-hmm. this is just like a whole new band, and that's that's what we were able <laughs> to do. Like that's just like on top of that, we went to a producer that doesn't do metal music. Oh, really? Like he. He did like Jack's Mannequin and he did Hoobastank. Oh jeez. Yeah. Okay. And uh and it was like he, he's done good bands but they're not our genre, you know. Our they're genre like uh, at all. Right. And so he was like he was like super old school. Like I think he had like the first version of Pro Tools and like <laughs> yeah. like he was an older guy. He used like a big need con. I mean, he was a really cool guy. He just yeah, it- no, he was cool. He was awesome, but it just he wasn't the right guy to do our album, especially after everything that the band has gone through. Right. And mm-hmm. so, literally everything it was like, all right, the song's done. Like I finished it. It's three minutes. Here you go. Right to this and yeah, we, all right. Like it it, we had no time to like really work on this album. Sure. So, yeah, we were just trying to to get the time limit and the amount of tracks that we needed that the contract said that we needed basically gotcha so how do you feel about like how the album came out and then how do you how was it received 
I mean, I wasn't too happy. Like, I mean, I was glad no. we got it done, <laughs> but it wasn't like my favorite work. And it's like, yeah, I'm, I, was I'm glad unanimous. we were able to move past it with this new album and like actually yeah. show like this is what we're capable of doing. Like, we, we d- this is a, an album written in a week and a half, basically. And right. this is an album written with time and an actual like thought process, like not just yeah. like. All right, this is done. Cool. All this, right, this is, is what done. happens right. when we when we know what we want to sound like. This yep. is what yeah. we get. So exactly. Yeah, th- this new album definitely makes up for for what Neutral Ground was. Yeah. No, I'm never. <laughs> can't say it's our favorite. Can't say it's our favorite album. <laughs> uh, yeah, sure. I'm never wearing my Neutral Ground hoodie again. No. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's a, it's still a good hoodie, I bet. Oh, I no, mean, it's very, actually... You usually get pretty good yeah, product. To be quite honest, I loved that pre-order bundle, and I still yeah. have all the stuff from that, so I'm, I'm completely yeah, set. We, we did have a, a whole bunch of cool stuff for that one, but yeah. There, and I mean, it's, it's just... It sucks because some of the songs, had they have been done by a, a good producer, or not a, not a good producer, but a producer that does our genre... Sure. I think they could have been good, like or better. Yeah, um, they, I mean, they definitely but, had potential. Yeah, the, like there was a couple songs on there that like would have been pretty great, like uh, had they gotten like the the real quality that um, you know we normally put out. Um, it's it's I, really nice though going from uh, the last album definitely wasn't any of our favorites, and this one like you can tell all of us. This is our favorite one that we've done. Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. So the, yeah, this new one is, is will definitely get us out of the hole that that one created. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't. I mean, I, I don't know. As somebody who's listened to you guys from, like I said, yeah, I, from your first full length, from seeing Clarity, it wasn't like yeah. I listened to Neutral Grand and was like, I'm never listening to these guys right. again. Yeah. yeah, I was just like, yeah. wow, this is different. That was all. Yeah. That was kind of yeah, my take I mean, on it. It wasn't anything yeah, that would enough. make me like walk away. Yeah, you're you're absolutely right. You listen to you know in, in Chronophobia, like the single that's been released off the new album, and you hear the passion, you hear the yeah. time yeah. spent, and you put in it, and you're really just yep. going at it full force, and it's awesome. Oh well, yeah, that, for sure. That and the hardships that that album created, I think, gave us a lot to write about on this new one. Oh, that's okay. yeah, so you can, absolutely. You, yeah. yeah, you can definitely feel the emotion in in the songs on this one. That's awesome. So you use some of that stuff, some of that tension from. Yeah, for oh, sure. Yeah, I mean, it, it did cause a lot of problems. Like, I mean, it, it did, you know, I'm not going to lie. It, it probably did almost end the band just because it was such a hard, like, uh, it, it, it was a hard hit on, on like us, like business wise. And, and that, and we had the, I mean, me and Danny actually had to book our own CD release tour for that one. Yeah. Oh, wow. So that, that album from the start just wasn't. yeah like the label the label didn't even have any like faith in it to like promote it or anything like that so like Uh, we just were like man what are we what are we doing like we all like question like what are we gonna do from here on out and uh you know and yeah definitely it it got pretty hard and luckily you know invoke found us and they were still like willing to give us that chance to like put out a good album and i i think we put out like the best thing that we could possibly put out that's great so let's yeah Let's talk about the new album again. So you guys have been in the studio. You're you're working on finishing up that album. Do you have any kind of projected date when it's going to be released? I want to uh, say probably early summer. Like we haven't gotten an exact date, and I think it's just because it's still in the process of being mixed and mastered. Okay. But it, it's going to be done like within the next couple 
like either a week or, or, or like le- less than two weeks it'll be done. Okay. Um, oh wow. So we'll be getting like so, the the dates and all that stuff soon. That's awesome. Do you already yeah. have the idea of your we're, single? Oh, sorry. Go ahead, Keaton. Oh yeah, yeah. We um, we're right now we're getting the track listing, you know, a hundred percent. Yeah. And uh, but we we already have the singles picked out that we're gonna do, and we we have a pretty good idea of what songs we're shooting videos for. Yeah, but, we actually we're filming a video for one of them on Monday. Oh, awesome. And uh, we're trying to find locations and stuff for the second one. Cause we're like, if we're gonna come out with like brand new music on a new label, like we gotta come out with a bang, gotta yeah. put out like music videos and stuff like that instead of just like lyric videos. Like let's let's do this one like big. And so sure. we're yeah we the songs that we picked out for the singles they're like it's like we can tell that they were gonna be singles while we were like recording them and they're like this, <laughs> this song's really really good like we can't not make this a single. One of them's actually the the one that I was talking about. Danny tracking the course for, and we were we all walked. Oh in yeah, yeah. No way, this is us. Yeah, yeah. Wow. that's awesome. Oh, very nice. Yeah, I mean, obviously, Craig and I are really, really looking forward to this, as we never, yeah. you know, we never stop loving the band. So this is like a big deal for us to be able to talk to you guys and go yeah. through because we've been just looking that's forward awesome. to this for a long time. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, and that's actually like a lot of the songs are, you know, like I said, we said, uh, we're talking about like, you know, all the hardship that it created and all that stuff. And, and some of the songs actually talk about like, you know, thanking people like for sticking through with us, you know, like it's cause I mean, like it it was, it was pretty hard, like process. Like it was just like, uh, it kind of felt like we were just falling off and then like, uh, it created like all these like awesome songs and i i'm really excited that i think it'll bring you know back like the full fan base of the full force and stuff i think it'll i think all the people that like stuck through with us will like actually really appreciate all like the the songs that we wrote yeah i think it'll be it'll definitely like it'll make the old ediu fans happy and i think it's gonna broaden our fan base and bring in a lot of new ones yeah yeah that's great yeah we're really looking forward to it we can't wait for it to come out so, uh, Craig, just in uh, just in case, do you have any other music questions? No, I think I'm all set. All right. Well, now I have to go back. So, Danny, how do you think the Spurs are going to do in the playoffs? <laughs> oh man, I I mean I have full faith in them. They're yes. such a good team. Like I can't not like have faith in the Spurs. Um, sure. There was a the, the two years ago whenever they they won the championship. Yep. Uh, I, our old guitar player uh, Dustin, he was a he's a huge Dallas Mavericks fan, oh, and that was the that was the first uh, team that they played in the playoffs. Yep. And I was like, dude, we're gonna beat you guys. I hope you know, like, and that's just how it's gonna go. He's like, wanna put money on it? I was like, yeah, I'll put money on it. And then, of course, we beat them. And he was like, well, they're not gonna make it to the next round. I was like, we'll see about that. And he's like, you know, they go to the next round. I was like, well, they're not going to win the championship. I was like, um, well, you said that about, you know, all the times that they played someone that they weren't going to win, and they're going to win. I actually, we, uh, it was when they played the Heat. Yeah. I was in Florida the for the first uh, playoff game, and I had my Spurs jersey, and I nice. wore it while we played. Like, I had to wear it. Oh, yeah. I wore it the entire time, and I was like, the whole time, I was like, Spurs, go, Spurs, go, go Spurs, like, go. on stage and stuff, like. It was pretty great. I had to rep the team like that. Tim Duncan's like my oh. favorite basketball player of all time. Makes me so happy. Like, he, yes. like everyone, everyone is like you know like uh, everyone's all about Kobe and LeBron oh, and no, like all no. these like 
like you know players that are just like they're the good player of the team yep. like Tim Duncan is like a good leader of the team like like you know he that whole team just works together so perfectly I totally agree yeah I was David Robinson and then Tim Duncan yep. and just yeah it's just amazing uh Keaton what about you do you follow any sports um I uh I used to race dirt bikes Oh, okay. So that's about all I, all I do is really watch. I mean, I watch Supercross and Motocross and stuff. That's about it. Hey, I was just oh, worried you were going to say the Mavericks or someone or the, the Rockets or something. So I'm just no, <laughs> the <no> Rockets. Right. <laughs> <laughs> happy about that. <laughs> so I think, I, think we're all, uh, I think we're all set here. Uh, Craig, you said you're all good too? I'm all good. Yeah, thank you. Again, yeah, let's, guys. Thank it's you so much. No, thank thank you. you guys, man. This was awesome. Uh, yeah, it's yeah. been great. We'd love to have you back once the album comes out. We could, you know, we could talk about it. Yeah, if you're if you enjoyed your time as Ian oh, yeah. says, yeah, absolutely. Once we get the release date and all that, I mean, I'm down whenever whenever you guys are available. Awesome. Yeah, Sounds and great. you guys, if you're ever in the Boston area, because that's oh, where yeah. we are, let us know. Okay, we'll definitely come out and support Sweet. you guys and see you play. Awesome. Awesome. Sick. Yeah, it sounds yeah. good. All right, thank you guys once again. We really appreciate it. Yeah, thank, thank you. you. Yep. Take care. Y'all too. Bye. Bye. And welcome back, everyone. So once again, great interview. Really enjoyed talking with Danny and Keaton. Uh, Craig, what were your thoughts? Yeah, I mean, Danny and Keaton, really great guys. They were, uh, I mean, again, really open. I, I think that's what's really nice about this. We talk a lot about music, but we get to dive into some of the other things that you might not have heard of. Uh, like, I wasn't even aware of that whole story behind Neutral Ground. Right. Um, so it was really interesting to kind of get to hear that story from them. Uh, and talk about, like you said, the horror movie stuff yeah. was really interesting to talk to. Yeah, uh, no, talk I, about. I was glad that I was that I hit the mark on their uh, on their uh, horror uh, concept album that that's they were right. thinking of doing. Like, I was really happy with myself on that. One. Yeah, we'll see what comes of that, but that's kind of exciting. That they're like, I mean, they're just finishing up this album. They're oh yeah, I'm excited enough for that. I don't need to think about the other stuff, but kind of yeah, wanted to go. I wasn't saying it for that. I was just that they're they're just constantly thinking of like new ways to be creative and to create things. It's it's awesome to see a band that's right. You see the passion, right? See how excited that they they are about the music. So now, for anyone who's who listened to the interview and and really enjoyed it and are thinking of checking out Everyone Dies in Utah, or also for the loads and loads of fans that they already have that are just excited for the new album to to be released to stay up to date with all this to listen to music uh you can go to everyone dies in utah.com it's also facebook.com slash everyone dies in utah tx for texas at the end uh then there's twitter.com it's twitter.com slash e-d-i-u so the first letter of everyone dies in utah and then you can also go to merchnow.com uh, and look up Everyone Dies in Utah and get a bunch of their merchandise as well. I'm sure they're going to end up doing pre-order bundles and all that kind of stuff once they know when their release date is. Uh, but also Spotify, iTunes, Amazon Music, probably Google Play, I'm assuming as well. Uh, you can check out all their music there. Check out the new single. Uh, you can see their studio updates on their website as well. Uh, that's that's right. one of the things we talked about. So if you want to laugh a little bit, uh, you have that. And then they have up all their music videos for Exodus and uh the um chronophobia like lyric video kind of thing uh yep. so you can see all of that there and uh i hope you enjoy it because i know we do yeah no it was a it was a great chat yeah so i guess now let's go into our other sections of the show uh we'll start with news so craig i filled out some stuff in here you want me to uh to start off 
Yeah, so the first thing here I, I saw too, we can kind of start there, which yeah. is uh, Beartooth album announcement. Yep. Bit. Really exciting. It's been a while coming. We knew that they were in the studio recording some stuff, but now it's finally got a name and a date, and it, it's up there. It's called uh, it's called Aggressive, right? At it least is. that's that's a new track and the album, correct? I, I believe it's the title track that they released the music video for. Yeah, very nice. And that comes out, the release date is June 3rd, so we have yep. about a month. You know, a little bit over a month uh, to wait for it, uh, and for them, you know, we talked a little about a little bit before about bands and their uh, their pre order merch. Beartooth has a really great selection of a lot of different stuff uh, that you can get. So go to uh, go to BeartoothBand.com and check out their merch for the new album because it looks like they put some thought into these bundles. So if you want unique merchandise from them, this seems to be the place to get it. Yep. So what do you think about the new uh, track? Oh, I liked it. Yeah, me I too. Liked it. I mean, it, it was, again, that that natural progression for where you'd expect Beartooth to go, yeah. but it was still very much Beartooth. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, I mean, once you hear Caleb start singing, it's like Beartooth. Oh, I yeah. It's, it's, it's the same thing I did with uh, Attack Attack as well. I was like, wait a second. I thought this was Beartooth. Yeah, it's- exactly. So no, it's I mean it's a great song. You should definitely go check ha- check it out. Like I said, there's a music video up for Aggressive. Yep, uh, it's awesome. And they released one more track, and I'm just blanking on the name right now. But it okay. seems like a lot. Like this is starting to become a pretty exciting summer because we've talked about you know issues has issues just did their new uh, track last week with Coma uh, Pierce Avail uh, released. I think it was today a new a new song called Circles off their new album and i love that song i think that's a great song everyone dies in utah has their new album coming out uh we've seosin we've talked about all these bands so now it's starting to heat up uh the funeral portrait too um and i know we haven't talked about them as much uh but i'm a big fan of the funeral portrait they're on uh revival records uh revival recordings they have a new uh track out called meanwhile and i think they're going in a good direction so i'm looking forward to seeing what they're doing too so yeah, there's there's a ton of new music out there right now, which I am very, very happy about. There is a ton of new stuff. And it's funny you just mentioned uh, Sayasin. I was just on Alt Press before this, kind of doing my little prep. A little last, prep. <laughs> my last minute little prep before sure. the show. And uh, Sayasin actually released a third song now. Oh, okay. I have to get on upcoming, that. Uh, I forget what it's called. I can I can look it up right now. Yeah, go ahead. But it's, it's basically filmed. It's another music video filmed almost in the uh, the same style as their other two where they're all kind of in that room um, okay. with the uh, with the lights and everything they're all playing together kind of almost like a live music video would be shot yeah uh, let me see if I can find it here yeah that's in is that May it's, 20th as well or May 13th something around there uh, I think it's May 20th okay. um, but the the song is called control and the urge to pray all right so yeah, you should uh, you should definitely go check that out. A great song. Um, again, really looking forward to that album. Yeah, I think that'll be a lot of fun to listen to for sure. Yeah, uh, Pierce the Veil definitely uh, started rising on my list of uh, most looking forward to because of how good I think this uh, song Circles is. Uh, yep. So definitely, definitely check that out. Uh, see for yourself. But yeah, uh, we also have a big announcement. This is the first time I think we're. A- ever have been able to do this on the show we have uh i'm gonna call it the first official friend of the show tour yeah because i think i think yeah i think excuse me there you go i think if you have two bands that are friends of the show on the same tour it constitutes friends of the show tour 
I agree. I'm going to coin that right now. (laughs) And I want to continue that. I'm hoping more of the bands that we talk to all end up going on tour together. Because then that just means we get more of our favorites to go see. That's right. I so, agree. Yeah. But so do you want to make the announcement of who it actually is? Yeah, we should We should talk about it. But A War Within is going to be going on tour with Convictions and Versus. Yep. Uh, and they're going to be doing, let's see here. You have the flyer up. If my computer, there you go. Sorry. Freezing up. Oh, yeah. Up here. <laughs> Uh, it looks like they're going to kind of be doing more of an East Coast thing. Yep. Um, so kind of East Coast, a little bit of Midwest here. I see there's a Missouri date in here uh, and a West Virginia date is where they're where they're kicking it off. But they'll yeah. be up here in, in mass and uh, hopefully Ian will get a chance to go see them when they're up here. Yeah. I mean, that's that's going to be the shot. They're about a, it's about an hour and a half away from Boston. Somewhere yeah. around there. So we're going to try. We're gonna try and make it because, like you know, we've seen a war within live. Um, got to talk to Spencer, as people remember that episode. That was a lot of fun, and then we got to talk with uh, Josh from Convictions. I think it was last week, last episode. It was last and week. So it's just kind of funny that they just announced that tour like two days ago, maybe uh, somewhere around there. So I am really excited to be able to go down and talk with the guys again uh, and see them live. And just really great guys to to talk to and hang oh, out. Absolutely, and I mean, I, I looked up verses. I like their stuff as well. I had never heard of them before, uh, I so think that'll I've be interesting. To them, and it's been a while, and, and for whatever reason, I remember just not being able to find them on Apple Music. I think was was my snag, but I know I've listened to them before. I think there's only an EP out, but I okay. think Spotify has them listed as a different because there are lots of bands called Verses. Yeah, and I think they have the wrong album with the wrong band. I think. <laughs> So, okay, but I did find it. So, and I enjoyed it. Um, and also, I mean, we should mention this as well. Uh, Conviction's new album, "I Will Become," comes out on Friday. So That's right. it's uh, April 29th, and uh, I was listening to more of that this week as well. And I'm really enjoying the singles that I've been able to hear. So, looking forward to hearing the rest of the album. Yeah, it should be. It should be great. Um, yeah, I, I can't wait. So what else have you been we'll, – we'll go to – because I just mentioned some of the stuff I've been listening to. What have you been listening to, Craig? And then we'll go to our next uh, story. Yeah. So let me see here. i got to pull up my list. But I, I discovered a few bands this week. So one of the things I discovered was I, uh, I read that Jeff Rickley's in Thursday are going to be getting back together to play a couple shows. I think it was in Atlanta. Yep. Um, so it kind of got me going down thinking the Thursday route and I was listening to United Nations, which is, um, some Jeff Rickley with guys from pianos become the teeth. And Uh, it's just this crazy hardcore noise band, uh, really just interesting. Um, and then I, I discovered a couple bands actually through, again, through Little Elephant or Audio Tree Live or whatever I was kind of scrolling through there. Um, but Rescue, they're ending on hardcore punk. Really good stuff if you're into kind of that uh, Touche Amore kind of sound. Craig, you kind of froze there. You want to say so, the name of the band? Yeah, I'm sorry. They're called oh, no. Rescue. Rescue. Rescuer. Rescuer. Okay, that's where I think it just cut out, went up Resc, and it kind of just cut out and froze. So, okay, Rescuer. Gotcha. Rescuer, yeah. So if you're into that Touche Amore sound, that hardcore punk but melodic, mm-hmm. uh, they have that a band called Rarity, who I think are actually on Rise Records. Yeah, that sounds familiar. Um, and they're kind of like a story so far, kind of a uh, uh, like a heavier punk band. Okay. And then a band that Jason actually mentioned when we talked to Jason yep. uh, back, I think it was our very first interview for the podcast mm-hmm. here. He mentioned uh, a band to us called Feral Lux. Oh, yeah, yeah. 
And I dug into them a little bit, and I can't quite put my finger on them, but they're like math core, kind of like misery signals meets Dillinger escape plan meets like, I I can't put my finger even on the vocals, but maybe it's Dillinger that I'm thinking of. Oh, sure. Okay. Uh, But kind of just a really, really interesting band uh, to listen to. But that's kind of what I've been listening to over the past couple of days. Oh, very nice. Yeah, I've uh, I've done the convictions thing. Uh, a lot of uh, everyone dies in Utah, and then I also went back to a band that you had brought up from an alt press piece, uh, IRA Hill or Ira Hill. I'm not sure how they want it pronounced, but since yeah. the IRA is capitalized by itself and then Space Hill, I think it's IRA Hill. <laughs> yeah, uh, I don't know. But I really enjoy their stuff. I really enjoy that EP. Um, people should check it out for sure. I just kind of I love that song Shame. Uh, and there's a couple other that just really hit me very well. So uh, very much enjoyed that one. Yeah, they're they're good. They're very talented guys. Yeah, for sure. But there's, I mean, so much good music out there now. It's, yeah, <laughs> I mean, always. we could continue this podcast for so long if we were just talking about all the stuff we listen to on a regular basis. Exactly, yeah. But uh, yeah, that's just some of the stuff we've been listening to. So I think the big thing, Ian, that you yes. want to talk about, <laughs> you want to intro it here? Yeah, I'll intro it. Uh, so I think normally... Alt Press is pretty good with their, you know, top whatever bands of this and that, blank and blank and, you know, whatever. And so, of course, when they send out their their little email with, you know, new stuff they're talking about, I see 11 songs to get you into metalcore. And I think, oh, that's perfect. I'm already into metalcore. But maybe there is something there that I can kind of glean off of, or at least it'll give us something to talk on the podcast. And I was absolutely correct. Uh, because we are going to talk about it on this podcast. Uh, now, did you check out the list? I did look at the list, and I didn't have quite the same reaction that you did. You did? Oh, you didn't? Okay, that's good. No. no, I. So when I saw this list, I pretty much thought, "What the fuck?" Uh, it wasn't. It wasn't an angry "What the fuck." It was more of a "What the fuck," you know, like that kind of thing. Because uh, I just, <laughs> I don't get this list whatsoever. I don't think that most of these bands are metalcore. And I don't think that the songs that they chose from some of the bands that I think are metalcore were the appropriate songs to choose for someone. Because I'm taking this as someone who doesn't listen to metalcore, what should their introduction to get them to listen to the genre should be? And from this list, there's a couple on here that I'm fine with. But most of all, like, let me just give you an example. Fucking Breathe Carolina are on yeah. this list and even though they took a quote-unquote heavier song because it's got danny warsnop uh from you know from old asking alexandria uh guesting on this and believe me i do like this song i do like the song sellouts i would not consider this anywhere close to metalcore yeah i don't think breathe carolina falls in that genre that was the one that i i agree that one stuck out to me as the one that was kind of misplaced on this list I think that I think there's a lot more than just that one. But that's the big one for me. So tell me what what were your thoughts then? Like what uh what bands were you happy to see? Like what did you agree with? Sure, sure. So I'm just gonna kind of scroll down yeah. here, right? But I think just about as I look through, I think that every band besides that one, besides Bree Carolina, oh, really? I okay. agree with. I'm not familiar with Toxic or my My Enemies and I, I. I actually like My Enemies and I. But that song is not metalcore, and they are not metalcore. So that's okay. why I was a little surprised. Like I like that song, and I like that band. They have a they have a really good EP out, but I wouldn't consider them metalcore. Sure. And even I think 
they even say it in the description of that song that they are barely metal metalcore or this song is still outside of metalcore. And I was like, you have so many amazing bands that you can choose from. Do a my enemies and I own do their own thing. You know what I mean? It's just it's one of those things that didn't really make a whole lot of sense to me. Yeah, so I see what they were trying to do, right? Like they were trying to go through and kind of give people kind of a cross section of the genre and a little bit from all the different areas in the genre. I I and, guess. <laughs> I right. Guess. So like I I agree. I think that right like Amity Affliction is clearly metalcore. Yes. I agree that North Lane is probably metalcore. Yeah, yeah. I agree uh, too. Now, would you have chosen? Would you have chosen to get someone into metalcore? Now, the way down is a good song, but would you have chosen that song as that one? Like, I think they have so many other songs that I would have said are more metalcore than the way down is. Maybe I'm being what? picky. I might just be being picky because I love the genre so much that. Yeah, I, I. You know what? I honestly like the way down. I think the one that stuck out to me. As a uh, as one that didn't really make sense was the the we came as Romans cover right. Well, I I guess, and that's the thing. I I I would have I would agree. I don't think there should be any cover songs in the metalcore genre discussion. But nowadays, and you know you know me, I'm a mark. I'm a mark for cover songs. Uh, that is how a lot of people do get into screamo, post hardcore, metalcore. Is they'll look up covers of those popular songs and they'll well, go exactly. from there. But would that have been? I certainly wouldn't have been the one I would choose. That's yeah. For sure. So the same thing for like of mice and men, right? Like they picked a song off oh. of uh, Restoring Force. And that's, that's a not, new metal song. Yeah, Restoring Force isn't my favorite album by them. I like their their older stuff. Uh, same thing with Parkway Drive. They picked uh, Parkway Drive off of their new release, Ire, and I don't really care for that album no, a whole lot. I would have picked something like Carry On or something like that for yeah. metalcore. But maybe it, I'm off. Maybe we're all off on our on what genre is what. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It could it could just be that. You're right. So, uh, I, I mean, I, I think it is a good list of artists to definitely oh. check out. Yeah, I think, I mean, there's only a couple bands on here that I just don't like. Uh, but in general... Like for one thing, they sleepwalking by Bring Me the Horizon. I go with a blessing as a curse or or something like that from their actual metalcore album. Like there's yeah. something, you know what I mean? Like <laughs> or House of Wolves. If you want to go for there, I think that would have been a great song. Sleepwalking, eh? Uh, I don't know, but yeah, I listen. To, I mean, Digging by Vanna. I think that's the that's probably the softest song on that new album that they have because I don't even think they're considered anywhere close to metalcore anymore. They're hardcore metal, uh, like punk now, like yeah. that kind of thing. So I was a little, it's just, it's weird. It's just, I, I would love to know how they decided to make this, uh, to make this list. Yeah. I think the hard part, right. Is when you try and narrow anything down to 11 of something, True. 11 of your favorite foods of everything they've ever eaten. Buffalo wings, pizza. Okay, okay. But I think, right, like, especially something as broad as, like, the genre sure. of metalcore, when you try and narrow it down and say, you know, I'm going to pick out 11, not even just 11 artists that you should be listening to, with including all of their discographies, I'm going to yeah. go down to 11 artists with 11 individual songs. It's right. just really hard, and you're going to have a lot of disagreement. No, that's very true. That's very true. And I, I think that Alt Press does a great – I mean, come on. I subscribe to their magazine. We follow them for of news course. in our scene. Like, I really like what they do. It's just one of, every once in a while something like this comes up. It's like why eh, – doesn't really make a whole lot of sense to me. Yeah, yeah, that's I basically agree. It. 
but yeah, but, I, I don't think there's a whole lot. There wasn't a whole lot of major news to break. I mean, besides, you know, we don't normally talk about it's outside of our genre, but obviously, you know, Prince passed away, you yeah, know, that kind of thing. And, um, you know, Corey Taylor from Slipknot had a great cover of uh, Purple Rain, I believe. And you can, I'm sure many people have, have seen that. But other than that, I don't think there are many, many big news stories unless I'm forgetting something. Yeah, no, that was kind of, I think that was pretty encompassing for what I had seen over the week here. Yeah. Uh, oh, I did forget Thrice has a new song oh, okay. out as well. Um, and I haven't had a chance to listen to it yet, but I'll give it a chance. I kind of fell off of Thrice uh, a little while ago. Sure. Uh, but they still hold a place in my heart for sure. Of course, yeah. yeah. Artist in the Ambulance for oh, me. That, I, it I'm, might be one of the most perfect songs ever made. Like, yeah, I, it's just... I, yeah, I agree. I, I love that song. Um, and that album's great. Yes, uh, front to back. Front yeah. to back, yeah. And yeah. really nice guys, too. I remember meeting them back in the day. Uh, really great. So, yeah, I think, unless I'm mistaken, I think that's really all the news we have for, for today, right? Yeah, it is. So be sure to go check out Everyone Dies in Utah. Be sure to go back and check out our past episode with Convictions and Household and all the other ones. They're all up on our website and everything. Um, and be sure to pick up Conviction's new album, which comes out this Friday, April 29th, uh, called I Will Become. Yep, exactly. So, uh, yeah, we're going to put all the links for how you can get in touch with Everyone Dies in Utah in all the descriptions on all your favorite podcast listening apps. Uh, Craig, do you want to do our plugs one more time? Yeah, we can go through the plugs again. So if you're listening, obviously you found us somehow. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast on whatever podcast listening app. Uh, we're on iTunes, we're on Stitcher, we're on Google Play, we're on Pocket Cast. However you get your podcast, go on, find us, subscribe. That way the newest episodes automatically appear in your feed and you can listen to us wherever. Uh, you can always find this on our website, ianhates.com. Be sure to check out Ian's other podcast, which is on there, which is Ian Hates Movies. Yep. What's the movie this week, Ian? Uh, oh, so we haven't even uh, we haven't even announced it. Uh, this week's movie is going to be Jurassic World. Oh, very exciting! Yeah, Kelly loves the movie. Ian hates the movie. So this right. is always a fun thing when we get at it. So yeah, listen up. Look forward to a four-hour discussion. I know of Jurassic right? World. <laughs> that fucking movie is like two hours long. Yeah, it's going to be a four-hour discussion <laughs> for sure. <laughs> if history serves us. Yep, that's right. So, yeah, be sure to check out the Ian Hates movies. You can find that also on, on all of these places as well. Um, so, ianhates.com. There's a form at the bottom of the website if you want to send us the love or the hate uh, on the website. You can also send us an email at ianhates at gmail.com. Be sure to like us, share us with your friends, uh, follow us on Facebook, which is facebook.com backslash ianhates. And on Twitter, be sure to follow us, retweet us, share us. Uh, and the Twitter handle is at Ian Hates Podcast. There you go. Yeah, couldn't do it any better. And I'd like to also thank, uh, do a thank you from Craig and I once again to Danny Martinez and Keaton Smith from Everyone Dies in Utah. We'd also like to thank uh, Nicholas from Ten and Eight Management. He's been a big help in getting some of these bands to to talk with us. And um, yeah, great guy. So thank you very much to him as well. So Agreed. Craig, I'm gonna do my my question to you. Uh, how's that catchphrase coming? Uh, still working on it. Still <sighs> working on it. Right. I know. I'm sorry. I'm just. I, I have. <laughs> you know. I uh, I'll continue to think on it and see if I can come up with anything. <laughs> I I appreciate that. I do yeah. appreciate that. But nope. I'm all good. All right. So the and that's still kind of the catchphrase. That so, is. That yep. is. People seem to like it. Yeah, I think so. I think it's trending. I think so. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, 
Thank you once again to everyone listening. Uh, much appreciated. So we're going to leave you with the track Chronophobia, which is the newest, uh, the newest release from Everyone Dies in Utah. Uh, looking forward to the new album. And I will leave you the way I always do, long days and pleasant nights. Thanks, everyone. Yeah. <laughs>